Hey everybody, welcome back to the Soap Opera for Dudes Digest, a weekly podcast chronicling the real-life drama, emotion, and heartbreak of a fantasy football league in which we obsess over assigning pretend points to real-life football players. I'm your host, Chris Smith, and each week we talk about the big roster moves, upsets, victories, and defeats from the past week in this league, and we will of course cover the side bets and any other tomfoolery the managers have been up to and what we're looking forward to this coming football weekend. This season, we give thanks and big ups to our studio sponsor, Pepsi Max. Pepsi Max, zero calories, maximum Pepsi taste. Stay tuned for our mid-episode Pepsi Max Stay Thirsty Award, championing great taste. Uh, Hey, everybody, we are in week six. Can you believe it? Week five is over and stuff happened. Wow. Uh, A lot of fun games. Uh, Not nearly as many. This is the first week in a while we haven't had like a single point victory or a Monday Night Thriller. But, uh, you know, if I, if I can toot my own horn here, I, uh, I did pretty well, you guys. Uh, did pretty, pretty, pretty well. Gamble paid off. Um, so let's get into it. First, I mean, uh, Thursday night, as I mentioned last week, the Justin Fields DJ Moore stack really is what I rode to victory. Everything else was just kind of solid. Um, I beat Pete, wound up 143 to 100. It looked close for a little while there or at least i i had some pessimism about my team versus pete's team uh going into the evening games in sunday night but wound up working out so uh devin achan devon achan uh for me also had 20 points before getting injured and going on injured reserve for four weeks ah but uh pete you did get to 100, which is our gold standard for having a good game. And uh, I, I do want to say GG to you. Uh, Tua, Stefan Diggs, Sam Laporta, all solid uh, for that roster. Again, Pete's uh, Pete's going to be a team to watch, I think, uh, on here, as ever. He's always dangerous. You know, I think a lot of, most of us, if not all of us, are always dangerous. It's just a matter of how dangerous are we in a given week. Uh, Matt won out over Beach, 96 to 59. Big, big old blowout. Uh, a lot of it, and this was something I, I'd be curious to get Matt and Beej's thoughts on if if they're listening, um, of the the trade with your opponent that week that happened. So Matt traded with Beej. Uh, he got Jalen Hurts from from Beej, uh, so got a new quarterback. Traded away Dak and uh, and Aaron Jones, who who's coming off the injury. So Hurts had 29 big points along with solid games for from Josh Reynolds and the Miami D for Matt. So 96, pretty good score. Beej, you know Chase McLaughlin uh, with uh, 14. Uh, Hunter Henry, or sorry, Derek Henry with five, just a kind of a, a down week, uh, aside from McLaughlin, um, for his roster. I mean, he, he played Jordan Love with, who had four points, just like, eh, you know, not his week. Still very, very dangerous roster. I mean, like, for instance, BJ left George Pickens, uh, the Pittsburgh, uh, wide receiver and the SFD on his bench, who would have gotten 20 and 19 points right there. Um, so like, you know, look, you start the people, you start for the reasons that you, uh, for good reasons. And, and, you know, the thinking is there, it's just anything can happen any given Sunday. So, uh, you know, tough beat there. Greg won out over Glenn in the highest scoring matchup, I think, uh, just barely. Yep. By one point, uh, of the week, uh, 127, 117. So both had great games and this was just the case of, uh, you know, one, like, Glenn got the L, but if we had points for beating the average, he, he would have that certainly this week. Glenn had Travis Etienne Jr. with 31. George Kittle with a huge game for San Francisco um, with 24 points. I mean, Patrick Mahomes only had 23 points 
um, which might have been the difference there uh, between a good game and a great game for Glenn. For, for Craig's part, with 127, things are happening for him. Sam Howell with 28 points on that Thursday night game against Chicago. Brees Hall with 24 points. Uh, Brees Hall's awesome. New York Jets D was awesome with with 18, and and, and David Montgomery with 18, who's been just a, a must-start kind of back that we did not anticipate with uh, every, all the hype with Jameer Gibbs. So, uh, yeah, well done, Craig. Colin went out over John, 112 to 86. Um, Colin had Josh Allen with 31 points and Tyreek Hill with 24 points. Colin has Josh Allen and Tyreek Hill, and now he has Alvin Kamara and Raheem Mostert, who's now all basically alone in the backfield there in Miami. Come on. What are we letting him get away with here? He has the most points in the league by a bit. Um, John, I, I want to extend an apology to you, man. Um, it uh, it was poor form of me in the chat to mention that Mac Jones uh, seemed like not the right start over Brock Purdy, um, which, like, you know, that's a stupid observation by me. Uh, I, I got to say, like, you know, I can look at what numbers are bigger than other numbers, but... You know, you had every reason to want to start Mac Jones in that game, thinking things would be better for New England. And, uh, yeah, I mean, otherwise, Adam Thielen had 16 points. Kaimi Fairbairn had 15 from the kicker position. Getting to 86 while your QB has a negative two is no small feat. And his team is solid, y'all. So I, I didn't mean by insult. It was just more of like a, wow, that decision appears not to have panned out. But even that is an unnecessary comment. I, I certainly didn't mean to kick a man while he's down. And, uh, yeah, I, I am sorry for that comment over the chat. Uh, yeah, your team's good. Let's let's see what happens. Uh, Drew won out over Derek, 56, or sorry, 86 to 51. Uh, welcome back, Joe Burrow with 28 points. New Orleans D had 26 over New England. Pretty good. Um, the rest of the roster was like, eh, but he got what he needed because Derek had a pretty bad day of it, frankly. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins with only 14, and the rest of his team all super underperforming. 51 points ain't great. It's not the lowest of the season, but it is the lowest of the week. Tom went out over Scott, 97-49. to 49. Tom had Jamar Chase, who finally had Joe Burrow back and working in action, and, uh, you know, that's, that uh, pretty much works. Um I'm sorry, did Scott, never mind, Derek didn't even have the lowest of the week, Scott had the lowest of the week with 49 points, uh, Lamar Jackson had only 9, Josh Jacobs, or sorry, Justin Jefferson with only 2 points before his IR-inducing uh, injury, hamstring injury, I think, uh, Cooper Cup with 11, hey, welcome back, Cooper Cup, you are awesome, and uh, Jonathan Taylor with only 2 points, not welcome back to Jonathan Taylor, who... Uh, more on that later, but uh, might have a much better week this week than he did last week. Uh, also, his defense, Washington, with only negative one point versus Chicago, who Chicago blew up, as we already talked about. So, uh, yep, yeah, I had the highest um, ding ding. I don't have my bell on me, so I'll just give me a little bing. And uh, the lowest was Scott, uh, not Derek. Uh, interestingly, if we go to like league standings when we're at entering week six, um, we've got, uh, an even distribution, three, 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 with, uh, four wins, three wins, two wins, and one win each. So looking pretty even across the board. And really, I mean, the spread is not that bad. Um, you know, everybody's team is super 
dangerous and everybody has wins uh everybody's within striking distance of you know like one good week or one bad week with um really really trading places so it's a cool place to be um in terms of transaction of last week um let's see i mean like i think i gotta give it to matt ding for the jalen hurts thing working out so well um that is by no means uh sorry and i said chase it's jaleel mclaughlin um but that's no by no means uh, an anti-ding or a, a wah-wah for, for Beach. Uh, Julia McLaughlin had a great game, and it was Clyde Edwards-Alaire, not Aaron. Wait. Ba, 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 ba. Yeah, sorry. I got my trades mixed around. Uh, yes. So Zach Moss went to Scott, who then dropped him uh, for that Dak, Dak Prescott, Prescott Aaron Jones trade. And then... Jaleel McLaughlin and Clyde Edwards-Alaire went to Beach from Matt for Jalen Hurts. And I think, I mean, again, too early to say how it all shakes out, like, you know, the season go any which way. But at least the near term, Matt uh, won the heck out of that trade. He won the stink out of that trade um, for for the week, at least. So, um, yeah, well done. Uh, yeah, week six, a lot, uh, a lot happened. Uh, let's talk about it. So, week six... Uh, the big waiver pickups, Javante Williams for $9 by Colin, uh, seems to have already had a, a, a nice impact. Wait, did, did Denver already play? I forget. Nope. Wait, was that Denver? Man, I don't know. I, I'm just here looking at a computer screen talking. Um, so he did play, but Colin didn't start him. So fine. Um, Philadelphia, I picked up for $2. Zach Moss went to waivers, and I picked him up on waivers uh, for, like, I think 9 bucks or, or something like that. Uh, Amari DiMarcado, the backup running back for Arizona, got picked up for $18 by Glenn. Uh, Trevor Lawrence for 10 I picked up Zach Moss, like I said, for 9 KJ Osborne, trying to fill in that Justin Jefferson gap in Minnesota, got picked up for 8 Kyle Pitts for six. Um, let's see, some other stuff. Roshan Johnson got picked up and then dropped by Beach because of concussions. Logan Thomas got picked up. That feels like a good one for Colin. Deonta Foreman, the only uh, running back basically this week for Chicago. Why not? Uh, that was Colin. And then uh, let's see, a, a few more dollars got spent by Scott. $4 on Najee Harris, who I dropped when I picked up uh, somebody. What did I do? Uh, I don't remember which transaction I dropped Najee Harris for, but it was uh, it was worth it. I, oh, I picked up Zach Moss. That's what it was. Anyway, um, so a lot going on. I think transaction of the week is, uh, I think Colin gets it. Uh, ding, ding, ding. And it's really just about which transaction do I think is, is best. I really like Deontay Foreman. I think that is a great short-term uh, sort of tactical uh, uh, transaction, and when we're just looking at a one-week show, why not? Let's let's do it. Now the question is: Is he starting him right now? Yes, in the flex, which feels good. That that feels like the right place to start him. So well done, Colin. Uh, looking at Fab, by the way, I do have to give you know the big pickup, Matt uh, T Higgins for forty-four dollars seems great uh, over. Uh, Drew's uh, bid of 23, so overspent, you know, arguably, but like 
no, I, 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 I like a big pickup that way. And I think T Higgins definitely has the potential to like, you know, reestablish himself as that number two receiver in Cincinnati, the Amari D Mercado, uh, pickup by Glenn. Uh, I feel like it was a really good pickup, especially because he spent $18, which is only $1 more than Scott bid of 17, as well as some other bids there. So yeah, I, I think that is awesome. Well done everybody. But, uh, yeah. So, I don't know. I, I gave it to Colin, but on the fab side, Glenn and Matt, well done. And, in fact, Matt, with $44, you are the winner of the Pepsi Max Stay Thirsty Award, uh, championing great taste and a hunger to win. A thirst to win? Man, they, they need to work on their copy at, uh, at Pepsi. I'm just saying. Uh, big matchups this week. A lot looks close. So, I'm up against Glenn. We are now currently projected to tie uh matt versus uh john looking to be within two points beach versus drew looking to be within three colin seems to be out to a great lead over scott but scott has a lot of uh potential to exceed expectations for uh the people on his roster such as jonathan taylor uh derek versus uh pete pete looks to be on a yahoo projected win but eh, we'll, we'll see about that and of course tom versus craig uh yeah looks the chicago boys uh facing off and i think uh that'll be a great matchup as ever so yahoo projections are trash as ever i can only say that much surely the results will be way off from projections as they are every week but uh it's at least an indicator that we've got some close matchups coming up and i'm looking forward to some thrilling football action this sunday in terms of gift of the week maybe the best award or maybe the most prestigious award that we have with my apologies to Pepsi and Pepsi Max, um, it's going to go to Matt this week. Ding, ding. Way to go, Matt. Both the Stay Thirsty and Gift of the Week. Matt, with the crazy fill-in-your-name-here gift party that he started by um, just putting a lot of, uh, like, crazy Matt, crazy Chris, crazy Beach, um, and seeing whatever the first gift was, gift was and post it. And it was just a delight. People got in on it, reacted to it. Uh, a lot of fun. And I'm sorry I haven't been that active on the gift parties uh, I feel time delayed or I don't know, three hours ahead is multiple hours behind when you're trying to keep up. So, uh, yeah, no side bets, no videos this week. Uh, let's, let's see what we can gin up for next week. But, uh, yeah, this will just be kind of a short, a short little video on the shenanigans side. So by video, I mean podcast. So everybody enjoy Sunday. Hope everybody's doing well here in New York. It is wet and not very fun to go outside, which means maybe I'll watch some football. We'll see. So uh, take care, everybody. Bye.